I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. Sal is presumably down there, fishing by the creek, and Seamus will come up from behind him. <sighs> hey, how's it going, Sal? Are you casually approaching, or do you, like, I don't want to say sneaking up on him, but are you just kind of like... He, he's walking slowly, but not in a stealthy way. And as he, he'll okay. slowly walk up and just stand right next to Sal for a second, and he'll just flop down his uh, short stature coming to rest with his legs out, just sitting down on the inclined uh, bank of the creek. Sal's got his stuff, I would say, out of his pockets, but they don't have stuff that they carry in their pockets like we do nowadays, like wallets and stuff, but he's got his gun out the holster next to him. There's a knife in the sheath next to him that would normally be stuff you carry around your belt. Um, but he's mentioned that just turns, he's like, you, you know, you're going to scare the fish away with all that. <laughs> well, that's because you're out here just fishing with a cane pole. He, he nods, like, obviously you can see that. And he sets it down in one of those, like, Y sticks that they have that just kind of sit there. Uh, Which, I don't know if they have an actual name. But you know what's bugging me, Sal? It's not the lack of fish in this here creek or your apparent inability to catch them. It's that guy back there eating fucking brains. Yeah, that's a little fucked up. Yeah. <sighs> I've seen some stuff, so I ain't never seen that. I ain't even heard of it. There's a there's a lot of stuff out here in the West that's uh, that's real fucked up and you don't hear about back east. I'm learning that I don't like it. I don't like it out here at all. I don't like not knowing what's going on. I don't like people eating brains. I haven't given it much thought, but to the I thought about it, I don't like it. He shakes his head at him, like with a little smirk, like, and then turns. Look, he's like, "You haven't, uh, you haven't given it much thought about brains. Not about their consumption, cooked or otherwise." Do you think if he cooked it, that would have really made it better? And he looks I like, "Don't maybe." Oh, you know, it, it just don't. I got some ideas, but I, uh, I need to keep thinking on it for for a minute. Uh, why don't you just go back east, then? Don't like it there, either. Well, where the fuck do you like it, then? I'm working on that, too. He's like, you know what? He just nods in, like, total agreement, like, you're working on that, too. Yeah. The, uh... Goes into the, the vest pocket here, pulls out your your classic western flask of not even room temperature, but just warm whiskey, and takes a hit before passing it over. Ah, obliged. Shame to take a nice, uh, long draught of it. <clears throat> Cough it up. Wipe his mouth with the sleeve of his shirt. Put the bottle, put the uh, cork back in, and pass it back over. So we should, uh, 
have a little bit of a compact here because Miss Pepper didn't seem nearly as upset by all that as I feel like a a good God fearing person should be. You think? It's hard not to. I'm sure she's got her own her own demons and her own problems, but just I, I don't that ain't right. Well, good to, good to hear somebody else is a little bit weirded out by all this. I mean, I know it's the weird west, and I came from out at least east of the Mississippi. I ain't from no damn New York. We ain't even had a thing half as weird as this. Now it's in the goddamn war. I've seen brains, but there was nobody trying to eat them. There's a whole field of them. He just lets that sit for a minute, not wanting to to ask the question of what side of the war was he on because that could just be complicated and then uh, he'll look back over his shoulder to see what the camp situation is looking like uh, for pulling out a deck of cards and starts doing a little shuffling motions to the rivers like it doesn't seem like ain't nothing biting anyway well Maybe you just ain't lucky. Crystal's been hard at work at the camp while everybody has been off doing their thing. He's got a nice little campfire getting started. He's got the rock set up, so it's got the little circle. And he's got a tripod set over it that's got a, uh, a little hanging cauldron. He's got uh, his little cutting board that's on the back of the wagon, and it looks like he's dicing potatoes. And he's got uh, a couple carrots there, too, and an onion. What's Gus making? Gus is making the a basic vegetable stew. And if somebody comes back with some fish or a bear, or something mm-hmm. else, then he can add something to it. Uh, what water are you using? Uh, you know, it would be wise to use river water. But he hasn't actually filled the pot yet, so okay. that will be the next step. Okay. So when Sal turns back, talking about the cards, he says, you know what they say, <sighs> lucky at cards, unlucky in love. But, uh, he just gives like a, a little smile, like, yeah? I wouldn't know about one. But which one to play? High card? Sure. Alright. I wager you for that fishing pole. <laughs> he just kinda like raises an eyebrow like, okay. What are you uh what are you putting up for your steak? Well, what do you want? Oh man, what is what does Seamus have that's kind of cool? Well, he's like, got cigars and whiskey. i tell you what. It's a fishing pole. I ain't worth a whole hell of a lot, but I'll tell you, I put it up for this. If I win, I get that pole, and I get to fish here the rest of the day with it. If you win, I owe you most of a favor. How do you have a part of a favor? You're just going to, like, go do my shopping for me, but leave it at the store? It's a favor that I'd help you out, but I wouldn't get myself killed for. Oh, so it's a small favor. Small favor. There you go. A moderate, a moderate modicum of a favor. 
It's like, all right, you know what? Beats having to carry it anyway. Uh, how do you, do you want to? So, are you going to make your gambling rolls, or do you guys literally want to draw cards? I would I mean, like to do a gambling roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you roll first. Ooh, such a gentleman. How did you, yes, I would gentlemanly. Say, how, do, how do you do gambling? Is it a particular thing? Mm-hmm. It's a skill, yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I would like to repent. <laughs> <laughs> so unskilled is D4 minus 2, so I'm going to just roll that, right? Yep, and you also get your D6 minus 2, so you know, stuff yeah. still also explodes. Uh, let's see what we got here. So, oh yeah, small favor. But still, I'd like a crack of fish down it if you don't mind. By all means, they're not uh, cooperating with me. Uh, nope. Why don't you get back to camp and take an eye on our resident uh, <sighs> appreciator of the culinary delights. You know, I do see him getting ready to throw some stuff on that pot. Let me go keep an eye on that so there's nothing extra ingredients in there. He starts to grab his belongings off the bank next to him. How far is the uh, camp from the creek? If you look what? at the handy dandy diagram that has been oh, drawn, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, um, if I scroll down, uh, there it is. Yeah, uh, I think we're. Uh, I want to assume he went more upstream, so I'll say 100 yards. There you go. That's, a, that's an appropriate amount. Is oh, it? Yeah. I'm happy you were perfect. Nope. <laughs> he's, he's basically he's gonna wait, and we can go to wherever. But he's he's gonna wait until, uh, old boy is out of sight, and then I wait for a little bit longer than that. Okay, and then you're gonna fish. Yeah. You don't want to fish in front of anyone. No. Okay. All right. I want to check in on Pepper. Hi. Hi, Pepper. What's Pepper doing? Well, Pepper set up some bear traps. You know, okay. just to cover our bases, because I know that there's a pretty big bear that has uh, crossed our trail at least once or twice. Uh, and I would mind having some bear stew this evening. Okay. So I think that she's setting her last trap. She's chewing some tobacco and really chewing the hell out of it, you know, and spitting it in her, her teacup that, you know, she carries. Mm-hmm. Um, because she can't leave her her own trace of, like, her scent around mm-hmm. these traps. Otherwise, they won't be real effective. So just kind of gently meandering, heading closer to the river. Because we are supposed to be finding a spot to cross it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, the spot where you guys decided to make camp, I think when you guys first looked at it, it was okay for the horses, but not great for the wagon. Yeah. and. Uh, Pepper, you know, she's spent a lot of time out in the wilderness, not necessarily with a whole wagon train, I guess, uh, but she does have a good head about her shoulders. I think that she would be able to, I spy a good place okay. to uh, cross. You want to, you want to do a, a survival roll walking along uh, the river, uh, like at uh, this end over here? <gasps> Well, that's not good. No, I can do better than that, can I? You want to use a Benny? Yeah. Three. No, yeah. Use a Benny. Reroll that. 
Holy. So she's terrible. She thinks that she <laughs> knows things, but she really doesn't. <laughs> no, she does. She's just having a hard time determining uh, a good spot. That's all. It, it, maybe because it's the afternoon light. Maybe she's tired. I don't know. Pepper, maybe you're a little taken aback by watching one of your companions eat brains. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a real comfortable situation, but there's some weird shit out here. And I know that there are plenty of weird people and otherwise. So mm -hmm. I feel like Pepper's definitely uh, uncomfortable, but not willing to um, vilify his choice of dietary needs, I guess. Okay. All right. Are you walking back to camp along the riverbank? Yeah, with those rolls, I feel like if I wandered away from the river, I'd get lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, make me a notice roll. Hmm. Okay. Um, as you're walking back, um, you hear a uh, a loud splash. Almost like, like somebody tossed a rock and it just splash behind you. Well, I want to duck down and, you know, turn and look in that direction. Uh, so you, you duck down, you look in that direction. There's nothing, nothing there. The water is still, there's some ripples, uh, like fading out from where the splash occurred. So you know where it was. It's about five feet behind you. And it was uh, pretty much where you were standing when you were looking for a good spot to cross you were standing there eyeing places and this splash happened where you were standing well i'm really really gonna look around and if i don't see anything mm -hmm. i'm gonna slowly just kind of back away till i feel like it's safe enough to turn my back on that and head towards camp okay as you're kind of slowly trying to creep away stealthily you know hunched over crouch down uh nothing nothing occurs you don't see anyone you don't hear anything the water goes still again yeah back to the safety of camp okay Seamus you're fishing yeah so uh Seamus plops down his short stature uh implanted on the river bank or the creek bank and he is his head is over his shoulder looking back as Sal walks away back toward the camp he's just burying up you know uh, boring a hole in his back with his eyes as he watches him disappear. His hands, like, absentmindedly holding the fishing pole. And as Sal disappears, waits a little while longer, and then without looking, just tosses the fishing pole down and then pulls up his prosthetic hand and uh, pulls back a, a lever high up on his, uh, his like, mid-arm wrist, and it glows green and, like, comes to life and charges up with a whirring noise. And it a uh, few more shifts of a different lever, it whips, it comes out, and then rotates around 180 degrees, showing a barrel. And then the hand part goes back into a metal, the metal casing. As this thing charges up, he says, well, time to fish. And he fires a blast into the creek. <laughs> All right, what's your uh, role for that? Probably some mad scientist shit. Uh, I don't know what the defense of the fish are. 
but uh, you know, it's called blast, and this we'll is called just blast. Do it, uh, you know, for each uh, raise you get, it's an extra holy shit. <laughs> wow. All right, how many fish is that? All of the fish forever. All the fish. <laughs> that was a twenty-two on a D eight. <laughs> yeah, twenty-two. Take a screen grab of that, because you'll never see it again. Wow, that is crazy. All right, you you've caught like a a, a dozen fish. Boom! Boom! The the creek and explodes in the air, and like fish are just floating in the creek and laying on the riverbed. He just comes by and starts scooping them up. <laughs> Uh, I draw my gun and turn around, facing the direction of the explosion. <laughs> you see, you you just see Seamus in the water, picking something up out of the water. And I just Seamus. mumble to myself, yeah. what the fuck am I getting into? <laughs> Seamus, roll me a notice. Oh, I'm sure that will be equally as good. I'm sure it will. All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> As you're scooping up the fish, you'll also, uh, like, as you reach down and uh, go to grab one, you're going to grab one, but your finger catches something in the water underneath. And as you bring it up with the fish on the, kind of under it and wrapped in your finger, is uh, corn silk. And you have what looks to be a little doll made out of corn husk and corn silk. Huh. Appears to be a little doll made of corn husk and corn silk. Is it, is it a it's a boy or a, a girl? Or can you tell? Is it just like a as stick you figure? turn it around? It looks just like a, a stick figure. Uh, on the um, I get on one side. It's hard to tell which is front and which is back. But on one side of it, there is a little uh, symbol written into it that you'll remember seeing on the wagon. <laughs> Huh. I've been damned. More and now I'm going to cut over to uh, Sal, and then I'll get back to you with your thoughts. Sal, you're walking back to Gus? I was. Yeah. And then Kaboom. whatever the fuck that was happened. Everything seems fine. Just crazy I'd... old man in the water. See, Seamus, like, <laughs> picking up fish. and mm -hmm. Just like, the actual he takes out his little flask of whiskey takes another pull off of that because he, he's kind of needed at this point and uh, makes his way back up to Gristle because why not deal with that and compared to whatever the fuck that's going on back there Gristle's been watching the river ever since he heard that uh the report of the explosion. And uh, since there's no gunfire or anything else following that, just laughs to himself and starts uh, trundling over to his uh, his his uh, cauldron because he's going to need to go fill it in the river. Uh, Sal, I guess, I don't want to say intercepts because that seems aggressive, but bump joins up there you go well no luck with the fish this time eh? he shrugs raises his hands he still probably got the gun in the one hand because there was just an explosion and then motions with it towards whatever the fuck's happening down there 
I don't know if I got anything that can really. Yeah, that that happened. Well, I need to get some water from the creek, so we may as well take a look. May as well keep the smoke wagon in your good hand, and I'll have mine in my bad hand. It'll be fine. There's two of us, and only one big explosion. Might might be somebody's decided to do fishing the uh, expeditious way. I think it seems like that might have been his idea. Not that it was a good one may have been his idea nonetheless it does draw a lot of attention but it does also bring results there was a time or two when i was on the trail driving the driving the stage that we is this stopped off to a, an onion at the time story yes it absolutely is okay. as he's walking down um you know it was 1804 Apparently, lakes had just been invented, um, and yeah, he's just he's going to ramble as as they're trundling back to the to the river, and he's got uh, the the cauldron in his right hand, and then he's uh, got uh, he's got his uh, revolver in his left, just in case. Yeah, uh, Seamus comes with because if he's Seamus not let at the river, what about Sal? I'm sorry, Sal comes with. And uh, just really starts trying not to pay attention to you very hard. Just whatever it is that you're selling, he's he's listening in that it's a noise that he hears, but he's also like, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, you get down to the river's edge. Um, how are you filling the cauldron? Are you just stepping in? and? Oh, yeah, in? he's... He's gonna he's gonna wade in until it's about halfway up to his boots, and then he'll uh, take one last look around. He'll go ahead and, and holster that piece, and then he'll use both hands to get the dip the cauldron in and start start getting the water. Okay. Um, as you were as you step in and you you know get to the right depth and start filling that cauldron up, make me a notice roll. The six on the wild die. Six on the wild die. Okay. Um, the water here, because you've kind of stepped into it, it kind of kicked up some of the dirt, the silt. And you can't tell for sure, but you think you saw something move under the water. Well, he was fishing, so it makes sense the fish be trying to get away. Uh, Gristle will focus on, on getting the cauldron filled up with water but once that's done he'll kind of bend down and see if he can take a good look in the water to see what was moving around i can spend a benny for a reroll. oh you want to reroll the notice or you want to i can okay sure i mean yeah you can is that what you want to do sure all right seven all right okay spend the benny. um it's marked off. Um, so some of the silt is starting to rest, and you do see uh, a creature uh, moving under the water. It is a long, kind of flat-like, but not all the way flat. I don't know if that makes sense. 
uh, and it seems uh, to be headed right for your uh, boot. And you'll feel it kind of hit on your boot. And then you'll feel it's like something latches on, like its mouth or something latches on. But you feel it kind of crawling up your boot, trying to get to your leg. Uh, so Crystal's going to sigh. And he's going to, as he's stepping back, he's going to get basically toss a cauldron back so it splashes in the water. It's not going anywhere. And he's going to reach down with the left hand to try and grab the tail of this thing as he's drawing his bowie knife. And he's just going to sever the head on this thing. Okay. Uh... Yeah, you're you're just gonna like peel it up and off of you. Uh, how big is it? Uh, okay, so this one's probably about uh three feet long. So it's it's I don't I don't know how tall you are that you think you could hold up something three feet. Like I don't if, know where the head would be as you held it up. I don't know have the I, heads at the bottom of it. Where would it be? Uh, I, I, I'm assuming the head is is kind of attached to his boot right now, so that's what he's he's trying okay. to get get it stabilized so he can. Stab okay, it. all right. So it's connected onto the boot, and then you're holding the tail, and now you're going to stab it. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you do that. Yeah. Sure. So um, Twelve on a D eight. Roll the damage because that is parries a five, so that's two. Um, no, that's only one raise. Right. What what I, I found in the book also is that it does not matter how many raises that you get, you only get the 1d6. Really? Because I watched a video that said for each raise you get another... Uh, the the ad Adventure Edition said it was only the one. Really? I mean, I'm happy to go with more than one, but I only only did eight damage, so... It's only eight. This is only seven, so... Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So you have, uh, do you throw it back in the water? Do you? Uh, he's going to chuck it towards dry land if he can. Sal, some headless creature oozing water and blood is thrown your way. Think uh, fast! Think uh, fast! <laughs> I, I, I point my gun at it. Uh, is it something that. You said a headless creature. Is it a snake, or is it like a creature where I should roll something to identify it? You'd have to roll something to identify it. Would that be a survival? Would it be an occult? Would it be common knowledge? I'll go survival or common knowledge. Nope, that's a three. <laughs> Pepper should be walking up about now. Maybe she can help. <laughs> Pepper, you know exactly what that is. What is it? It is a mud sucker, but it's a baby mud sucker. And I know it's now dead because it doesn't have a head, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's dead, but they don't know what it is. And also, you know, it's poisonous. Do, uh, all right, so, uh, fuck. So y'all get out of the water. Get out of the water. That thing's poisonous. It'll kill y'all. 
bristles already. He's got putting his knife back in its in its uh, holder, and he's grabbing his his full cauldron and trudging out of the water, laughing to himself. It thought it got me, but I got it instead. Did it get you, Gristle? For real. That those things are nothing to be trifle with, I swear to God. Oh, I ain't making no trifle out of it. It tried, but it didn't break no skin, didn't even get in my boot. Tried. But I was quicker than it was. Suppose we won't throw it in the pod if it's poisonous. Uh, if I'm close enough to the pot, I want to um, grab it and pull it out of the water. Start, you know, carrying it back. If he's not worried, I'm not worried. That old man, you know, I'm going to take cues from him. Okay. All right. Uh, while that's going on, Seamus. Do, 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 do. Getting all the fish. fish. You may have heard Pepper screaming, get out of the water. Uh, he'd probably grab a few more fish. Like Once uh -huh. he's got a good handful, like, you know, uh -huh. both arms filled with fish. He's got fish in his coat pockets, pants pocket. We got, we just got a lot of fish. We're fished and a up. doll. And a doll. And he puts it inside of his coat pocket. Uh -huh. Okay. And he'll start trudging back to everybody else with his uh, his bounty. Okay. I can't wait to... See how he demonstrates his success and his prowess at fishing when Sal was doing so horribly. So please enter the camp. Huh. So say that Sal comes <laughs> back in. <laughs> Sal satisfiedly humming. Comes Strange. back in. You Sermus, are Seamus and yeah. back to Sal. You guys are straight. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to call this episode Freaky Friday because y'all can't keep it straight. <laughs> yeah, I know they both <laughs> called themselves by the other person. Now <laughs> we're not good at things, and so <laughs> I'm very good at things. <laughs> Seamus comes back into into camp, humming a happy jaunty tune. Do 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 do. I got all the fish, <laughs> and he will uh, very like. Clearly, with a certain amount of theatric, dump the fish in front of the pot with his arms wide. Well, it looks like I, got, I was a little bit luckier than old Sal over there. What? I said, it looks like I was a little luckier. What, you got hearing problems? Yeah, I wonder why that might be. Well, who doesn't have hearing problems? Russell looks up. He's got this three-foot-long leechy eel-looking thing hanging off the side of the wagon. Oh, you caught some fish, did you? Was it you that made the Big Bang? Was you uh, doing some of the expeditious fishing? I was telling the young Sal about it here, back to my days. On the, and he goes back into that ramble, just starting right back over. But his hands keep working. Well, maybe it's just a bit of that tinnitus from the war, but I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure I heard anything at all. Sal takes this opportunity as Gristle gets back into one of these stories to go get his fishing pole that was casually thrown aside. Watch out for leech people. And Pepper just shakes her head and starts cleaning fish and throwing it into that big-ass pot. What the hell is that? Well, that's what I caught. Where's his head? You didn't eat that damn thing's head, did you? 
I did not eat that damn thing's head. I thought it was still attached to my boot. I guess it fell off. But, you know, as some people throw the hook in with a little bit of bait on it, well, it didn't have a fishing pole. It just had me, and so I was the bait, and that's what I caught. Well, I, it sounds somewhat plausible, but I don't take kind of that umbrage. I ain't out of line. I didn't say you were. Uh, anyway, this here fish ought to give us a little bit, a uh, little bit more, I don't know, savory flavor than just vegetables. I agree. I figured it was going to be fish or it was going to be bear. Maybe it'll be both. I don't know how we're going to carry all that bear meat. I can only get about 200 pounds of it before it's going to start going bad. But I think I got enough salt in order to make it last. Uh, well, I caught it, you cook it. I'll take a well-deserved bit of respite after all the working and, and hauling and fishing I just got completed with. So you say, I'll make some biscuits to go with the fish stew and whatever you're drinking, you're drinking. <sighs> now that I can agree with, sir. He'll find some some alcohol somewhere and begin to uh, to drink it, sip it, and enjoy uh, enjoy the day. All right. So camp is fully set up. Gristle goes about cooking up dinner. The rest of you are just lounging and relaxing, doing whatever it is you do. Any conversation happening uh, once dinner is served? Any questions of the chef? Crystal does make a point to make himself a bowl, take the first bite, and then he'll set it aside, and he'll return to it every so often. He's just bustling around camp. He's uh, doing other cooking for the next day, kind of doing that pre-cook. He's got that little little covered pot that uh, once once the uh, the fish stew is done... He'll set that on one of the nice hot rocks next to the fire and let that go do its thing. While he's doing that, uh, Seamus will attempt to pass to Sal surreptitiously the doll he found. Like He'll just say, take a look at this, found it floating in the creek. Do you show the, the creepy sigil thing, or do you just pass him the thing without... Oh, yeah, without looking at him, he just like takes it and just kind of like... Kind of like puts it inside of his own like shirt pocket, you know, or in his lap. I just take a just take a look at it. I found it in the creek. Tell him what you think. So no, he doesn't hand it to you face up with the sigil. Presented. Right. Yeah. Just uh, you. All right. I will take it mm-hmm. and look at it quizzically because it's presumably very damp still. Mm-hmm. Turn it over to start looking. Uh. And I guess roll a cult on the, mm-hmm. the creepiness. Mm-hmm. And then spend a Benny to re-roll. Mm-hmm. And, there we and, go. And get a 14 mm-hmm. on a D4. See, you could have beaten me at gambling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dice work sometimes. I just didn't have the heart to gamble. No. Mm-hmm. Way to be a, a wimp. You didn't have the skill to gamble. Yeah. yeah. A D4 okay. minus 2 is pretty harsh. <laughs> Uh, so when you turn it over and you see that scissor, you know automatically that is, you've seen that same one 
It was on the underside of the uh, wagon, and um, and you identified some of those sigils from the uh, Voodoo magazine or like Dime Store novel. The Penny Dreadful. The Penny Dreadful. Uh, the voodoo thing, and you know, because you rolled so well, that this symbol means queen. Means queen? Queen. Queen. Queen, as in a ruler of a country. Yeah, that's the first thing I said. A queen, yeah. Okay. Um, queen. In the context, is that referring to, like, a zombie queen, or like a queen of the zombies, or like a a queen of the undead? The last one. Oh, good. Uh, how big of a fire has Crystal made? <laughs> Enough to burn it all. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, Sal will hurl that doll into the fire with all of my D4 strength. Just kind of like, fuck, and look at Seamus with, I wouldn't say like fear in his eyes, but like a serious, like, you found that in the river? Uh, yeah, why? Seemed to bother you a bit. He gets up and starts pacing a little bit. Uh, and you're not making any, like, trying to be quiet or stealthy. Everybody sees you do all of this, right? Yeah, no, he's, <clears throat> he's a little you shook. Upset, there's a little, ah, you throw something into the fire. Whoosh, the flames go up. Well, a bunch of smoke billows, and then whoosh, the flames go up. And, uh, yeah, and then now you're up pacing. Okay. Making sure I know what's going on. Why does yeah. it smell like corn all of a sudden? <laughs> so, Sal's going to go over to his pack and trying to think of something that they would have that is uh, <laughs> like a Xanax or something. Um, or I don't know. Let me let me ask you this, Marshall. Um, do you think it's plausible to have like a little journal of creepy? Uh, what's the word? Um, occult shit, so that I could come back and I could show them some of this stuff. Or do you think that that's well? You have the little penny dreadful thingy. You have the little magazine where you saw the sigil. Okay. And you can explain using that, but yeah, you can also have a journal. I get that. You have points in a cult, so I mean, how do you do that without gaining knowledge? And you wrote it down. Uh, all it's all things. skill. All Scow. skill. Oh, yeah. he's a witch, Burnham. Well, you know that's what I'm trying to avoid. Because <laughs> technically, I, I am sort of a witch. <laughs> Uh, I do consort with dark powers on the regular, so um, yeah, I'll go back to my pack and I'll get old Penny Dreadful that had some of this stuff in it, and I will pull it back over to the crew and stick it down in front of them. 
crew? There's stuff in your faces. Um, I don't, I don't want to sound dumb, but uh, I can't can't exactly read. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Don't don't you worry about it, non Miss Pepper. I understand completely. I suffer from the same uh, affliction of ineducation. I did not have a chance to do my learning when I was a young man on the farm. So you are not alone. Uh, he looks at Seamus to see if Seamus is picking up what he's putting down. Cause shame, I, I did not know that there was like reading skills that were this. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing I don't have them. Uh, you do. Uh, it's specifically a uh, hindrance that you can take. Oh, I'm just with some particularly uneducated individuals. Gotcha. I mean, it is the West. Yeah, didn't learn how to read. Shameless soul will, will, you know, left to right, top to bottom it. Let me see what I can make out of it. Do it say anything? Uh, it has the same. It has. I guess. Let me ask you. No, you know. I got it. Um. So it's got like a comic strip sort of situation where it is showing some of the cane sigils and creepy shit, like what was underneath of the the cart, right where you were attacked by zombies and saw some of that stuff. And it would be similar to some of the stuff that Pepper saw in the the barn. And um, you, of course, would have no reason to have this as far as Seamus knows, right? The dictionary of fucked up of like occult stuff? It, it's like a... So A Penny Dreadful was a, like a comic book, basically. Right? It was entertainment about oh, okay. uh, dark things in foreign lands just to scare people. It's a cheap book of terrible yeah. writing. That's why it's called yeah. a dreadful. Yeah. Right. And so, but it has the equation or whatever, the, or, you know, that the this, sigil, uh, the, the sigil means queen of zombie or something. Yeah. Like the character I imagine is drawn as a big zombie queen and it's like. Queen of the undead. Yeah. Specific. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't think that that's, you know, you don't think that that's what that is. What was that? What it was? Well, I'm saying that that's what I read that as. Hell, I've had it on me for hours. Well, you don't look like no queen, so I think you're fine. What? Why are we talking about royalty now? Sell points at... Uh, he's actually going to poke with a stick at the... <laughs> uh, the remains of that corn husk doll, right? Mm-hmm. That was uh, something our good friend here found. Motion to, to Seamus, or so he mm-hmm. says. And uh, inscribed on it was this, and I'll turn the little comic book around and show you the thing, which infers here, and I'll point to some of the the words that you can't read, that it belongs to uh, a a queen of the undead. That sure don't sound too good, there, Crystal. Mm, no, no, it does not. I assume that must be uh, 
either mother bender or daughter bender on account of we already encountered two of their legion earlier today. But why would it be in the creek? I mean, if it was important, if it was something that could be that they wouldn't want to have damaged or destroyed, why would it be floating down the water? Uh, there's there's some shit in that water. I can tell you that right now. There's definitely something watching us. I was down by the creek trying to scout a spot that we could cross, and as soon as I moved away, I wasn't no, no more than five feet away, just a couple steps, and sploosh, something just got right, right where I was. They're watching us, okay? They could be cursing the river, so we can't get a good crossing. Well, it shows her upriver, though, doesn't it? We know that. Ain't no other way for it to gotten there. We're just we're just now bringing out to everybody else's attention that there's some horrible shit in the river. Yeah, <laughs> y'all seen that poison shit? <laughs> Wait, was it was there anything else? I thought it was like the muskipper was a poisonous, you know, natural thing. Well, ain't nothing natural about that. It's about as half as tall as I am. And on all accounts of what Miss Pepper said, it was just a tadpole. So you got that, and you got your corn doll in there doing corn doll things. You gotta figure that it's a warning. It was left there on purpose, like. Oh, wait, that was a tadpole. Y'all didn't mm-hmm. leave. Y'all left that part out. Surprise! Don't y'all forget we got that Mosage keeping their eyes on us too. Hell. Well, we ought to keep some kind of a watch. I'm thinking we should just wait until the cover of darkness and keep moving. There's an awful lot of shit going on around here. I this a cult kind of shit, the kind of stuff that thrives in darkness? And we're going to go out there and meet them? I got our camp good and covered. Ain't nothing living coming through here without getting caught up in a bear trap. Ain't the goddamn livid I'm afraid of. <laughs> Sal looks right at Crystal and says, Yeah, something about a queen of the undead is a little bit more disconcerting. Well, it's the thing about royalty. If you look into all the history, like the um, them folks in France, they had royalty, and look what happened to them. They chopped them heads right off. Happens a lot, you know, killing noble folk. Better to hunker down overnight than to try and cross a goddamn river we ain't yet found a good crossing for and take our chances in the dark. Y'all are yeah. yellow already. Brad. I didn't get that. You need to say that last bit louder, Oz. Uh, Gristle, as as they're all talking, he just mutters under his breath, "Who will be his bride?" I tell you one thing, I ain't yellow. I'm just sensible. Don't you ever call me yellow? God damn it! So I want to roll a notice here to see if I hear what Gristle has done said. And with a five, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's clearly distracted. He's yeah. 
He is he is talking to somebody that is not at this campfire. Although he is looking into the campfire as he's doing it. What you mean there, Gristle, about who will be his bride? Don't wait. What? He tears his uh tears his eyes away. What are you talking about? You just said something about the bride. Mm, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is one of the tropes of the Western genre is the squint, and let me tell you, there's a hell of a squint going on here. Wait, wait, well, I was all focused on being called yellow, but this one here, what do you, what are you saying about a bride? Kind of, it's kind of wedding is, is what the, what the hell are you talking about, Sal? I don't know, Gristle. What am I talking about? All I'm saying is that if you have a queen of the undead, then there has to be a king. Got to be a bride to someone, and more than likely, it's gonna be one of them benders we're chasing on account of them undead folks we already tussled with today. That's all. I'm just trying to. Doodle out all the strange happenings here and the occultness and the fact that I gotta go wash this pot out, if you'll excuse me. And he's gonna grab that cauldron and head into the darkness. I'm gonna give him a couple of steps before I follow him. Is he heading toward the river? Um, he's gonna wash the pot out. He's got to wash the pot out. Uh, uh, yeah, and all right, I'm just asking. Yeah. Okay. Look, just because we're making dumb decisions. No, 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 it's not a dumb decision. I was clarifying for myself. I have a little movie going in my head. You all look fantastic. I, uh, who's playing who? <laughs> You're all playing yourselves. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you're dressed appropriately. Okay. You followed Gristle. Okay. Are you being sneaky about it? Uh, not necessarily sneaky. I'm being cautious because it is nighttime. It is dark. There are... We've already dealt with zombies today. There's apparently probably a giant person-sized leech that's almost assuredly going to try and eat one of us at some point. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he is being cautious, not stealthy. Seamus will look at Pepper and say, Follow him. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Pepper spits and makes her way behind him. <laughs> and Seamus is now aware that he is alone in the dark and shit's weird. And Seamus, as you sit there and you look at the uh, remains of that little corn husk doll in the fire. It's not 100% gone. Like You can see the hair still and the part of the head. As if it's like facing you, looking at you, too. He's going to stare at it and get a stick and, like, poke it back in the fire. Poke it. Poke it. We're poking. Get back in that fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gristle, what do the others see when, uh, if they were to observe you from a short distance away? Uh, light? So I rolled an eight on my notice roll to see 
and kind of get an idea if Gristle is actually aware that he's being followed. If he is not being followed, and what they will probably see is as he's dragging this 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 pot down to the river, he's uh, almost having a quiet argument with himself. And uh, it would be something like just a lot of muttered words, something like, you told me I didn't belong down there, and now you're saying we're going to... I'm just in this for, for the money, for the bounty, and now you're telling What are you so happy about all this? Is that what that thing told you? And then like, he'll notice like he's being followed, and he'll just kind of shut up. And it's like, yeah, it's a heck of a night. Be walking down to the river to wash out this pot of fish stew y'all made for for whole bunch of folks that went and caught fish and set bear traps and the like and there would be a strange thing if uh something came out of that river and try to eat old gristle won't find nothing on these bones okay so um sal and pepper that's exactly what you observe and uh, I will have him know that you guys, I will have him know that he's be been followed. If you guys are not rolling a stealth, he automatically knows you have followed him. I'm just looking out for the health and safety of my traveling companion. Of course you are. Yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with him getting up to something that's questionable. Or the brains he ate earlier. Doesn't, nothing. These are normal things. You know, the brains has, has slipped down my my <laughs> list of worries since, you know, <laughs> Queen no of the Undead. It's no longer a worry. <laughs> yeah. okay. Plenty of people who've spent too much time alone out here get mm -hmm. to talking to themselves. So, yeah. not He's, concerned. Yeah, that part doesn't bother me either. He talks so much, you know, random garbage that... Uh, the onion defense is a is a good defense against prying ears. <laughs> but I will uh I will also clock that Pepper is following just as mm -hmm. like okay. So I'm not totally out here alone with a potential cannibal and a queen of the undead and a giant <laughs> leech creature and the a bunch of witches. You're the witch. I, you know, that's an argument that I could make in court that I'm not a witch, but you know, <laughs> I prefer to not have to make that argument. Okay, so the, do the two of you just watch Gristle as he washes this uh, pot out? And Gristle, do you control what you're saying now that you, since you know you've been followed? Uh, he knows he's been followed, and um, he's uh, he's trying to control it, but... It's it's clearly getting kind of difficult as the uh, as the, the the shadows grow and it gets darker. Okay. And he's he's about finished, you know, washing this pot out. It's it's clean enough for for government work. Just pick your government; it's probably good enough. And he's looking out over that water, and he will say, "You know, you know what's calling them, don't you?" I, I hear you laughing at me. You know, you know who it is. Who is it? Who? Who's the groom? 
Oh, hellfire, man. I will not. You told me I didn't belong down there, and as long as I'm still part of the Midnight Express, ain't nobody on that wagon's coming to harm. No matter how much you're laughing at me. He's going to turn around and start uh, stalking back to the camp with his clean pot. Pepper and Sal, you heard what he said, and then you see him turn around. What do you do? Uh, I just kind of, like, give him a nod as I see him coming back this direction. Uh, he, again, had his his gun out and just gives a, gives a nod, lets you walk past, gives one last look at the water, and heads back to camp. Pepper? I wait until he's, you know, uh, I'm clearly not hiding. So I'm on the path that he's taking, you know, back again to the camp. And as he walks up to where I am, I turn and fall and step alongside of him. And I just tell him, I don't think I belong anywhere either. And just walk quietly with him. So sweet. You ever wanted... uh... Sit on the Midnight Express. You're more than welcome. Yeah, but what's that mean, Gristle? What's a Midnight Express? I never heard enough about it. Midnight Express was a is a special kind of stagecoach route. It runs all kinds of distances at all times of day and night. And it it had the dubious distinction of its passengers did not matter color, creed, gender, any of that, but they would never come to harm. Now, the the towns around them, the stop-offs, maybe not. There is a superstition that arose around the Midnight Express. That it was a coven of witchcraft and warlockery, and strange deaths would arise after the stagecoach arrived. And after a time, the U.S. Marshals and the Pinkertons and the Texas Rangers decided that they were going to put an end to it. And so many a stagecoach was burned, so was mine. Now I just got this little wagon, but... You know, the Midnight Express still lives on in my heart, because as long as I'm on the trail, I'm still part of that. Hmm. Lots to think on, I think, there, Gristle. It's pretty clear there's something he's holding back about the Midnight Express. I want to jump over to Seamus. Seamus, you've been poking at the fire, trying to fully burn the corn doll. Um, you get it in there, you, you know, toss the stick in, uh, watching the fire, uh, you hear rustling, but you know, it's the other three in the woods walking back or walking back from the river. Um, make me a notice check, please. Right. Perfect. Nailed it. You want to spend a Benny? No. Perfect. Um, so as you're sitting there and you, you hear them talking and, and you're looking in the fire and you're making sure that that little corn husk doll is completely burned, 
Um, you hear like a, a owl in the distance. Your head jerks. You're a little tense. Uh, next thing you know, the logs shift and it falls in the fire, causing a giant spark of embers to go up. And as you watch that spark go up, it lights up the face of an Osage Indian. What in tarnation? He's like runs over to his mule uh, and like like grabs uh, his his revolver out of it and like points it at the at the the smoke cloud where it was as it as it dissipates into the, into the sky. <laughs> uh. Not dissipates into the sky. It's a literal man there. It lights him up. We're going to shoot it. Thus concludes this episode of Deadlands, The Bloody Benders. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Let's hear it for the boys. It is the... (laughs) 19th of July 2023. Uh, I don't have a title for this episode yet, but Vamps gets to do the recap. So what happened last time, Vamps? So last time my air conditioning didn't work. <clears throat> so we we rescheduled. Um hot on the trail of our ne'er do wells, we fought some zombies. Uh, that went seemingly fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... What else went horribly right? Oh, uh, somebody who, for the moment, shall remain nameless, ate some fucking brains. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine why he would have done that. <laughs> uh... And then your internet went out. Nope. Other stuff happened. What, what other stuff happened? This was like two and something weeks ago. Uh, One of your companions <laughs> saw somebody on the next ridge. Yes. Oh, that's right. There was somebody that was watching, but then didn't didn't engage. Mm-mm. And then we went down to the river and started camping. I remember camping now. going to cross it the next day. Right. But uh, we left off. Everybody was um, setting up camp, looking for wood, and then looking at the river to find a place to cross, right? Oh, and I was fishing. Setting up bear you traps. You were fishing. Yeah. Setting up bear traps. Okay. And then uh, Gristle was getting the, the camp ready to, to cook and everything. You were fishing. And I believe Seamus was near you talking to you. Does Seamus remember where he was when he left off? I think that I had decided to go hang out um, with uh, with Sal at the creek or the creek or wherever mm-hmm. he was fishing. 
I don't know how much conversation we had before it was time to go. Well, we we cut off in the middle because my internet did go kerplunk. Yes, indeed. Um. Okay. We can so, pick up. We can just rewind the clock and like have no. that conversation and assume that yeah, like, you can rewind the world the didn't yeah. slightly end in the middle of us talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, so let's let's just start where you walk up and have that conversation again. I think that is a perfect idea. <laughs> I'd like to recant. Look at that. There you go. Wow. Whoa. How the hell do you get a D6? He has a because, skill. Yeah, so, oh, so I'll actually be a gambler. He There's no way I could... is lucky. <laughs> well, damn, I was going to use Benny's to like try to win this out, but apparently not. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to, to still try. You could explode. I'd have to, to roll, what, a six? You know, so you could roll a six on your wild die, and that could explode to something higher than a four. Your D4 mm -hmm. could explode twice. Because, you know, it's a 25% chance each time. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, world uh, splits in two. Creature comes out of the depths, eats everybody. Yeah, I don't think that's very likely. Awesome! It's the worst thing that could happen. Well, and that fair was enough. Question. <laughs> no, you're gonna shoot the Indian. 100%. All right, you pull your gun out and first you're of all, this aim. is the 1800s. I feel like yeah, we shoot Seamus would be first. shooting Indians if they Just were not like spectral. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we shoot it first, ask questions later. Yeah. Merka. Um, you ask questions. <laughs> you can cut your work. <laughs> that's, in a, half. that's a that's a nope smoke. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're so you you see this man, it startles you, you run over to Mule, you grab your gun and you aim and we'll stop there. Cause it's such a good spot to stop. No! <laughs> and I even left a meal out for him, and you're gonna shoot him. That's just violating all sorts of laws of hospitality. You took bites out of that meal that you left there. Excuse me, I only had a third of it, and it's been cooking ever since. It's gonna have that nice. It's gonna have a nice patine on it. I don't think food patinas. You haven't dealt with a Herod before. Caramelized. Uh, yeah. Mmm. Caramel brain. Candied. Candied sweet breads. All right, I'm going to hit the stop button. 